Hello, and welcome to Inside Scoop Live. I'm your host, Sherry Hoyt. Today I'm speaking with Paul Kloshinsky, author of Vice and Virtue, a poetic celebration of fun. Before we start, let's learn a little bit more about Paul. Paul Kloshinsky was born in Saskatchewan in 1963. He received a BSc in computer science and an MD from the University of British Columbia in the 1980s. He is now an avid photographer, songwriter, and poet. Paul lives in Delta, British Columbia, Canada. He won the 2007 Musicate Award for Best Canadian Songwriter for his original song, Wear in Blue. In 2010, he was accepted as a full member of the League of Canadian Poets. He has since won multiple awards for his songwriting, poetry, and photography. Paul has published four volumes of poetry and has released five musical CDs of his original songs. For more information about Paul Kloshinsky and his work, visit his website at kloshinsky.com. And that's K-L-O-S-C-H-I-N-S-K-Y.com. Hi, Paul. Welcome to Inside Scoop Live. Pleasure to be here. Tell us a little bit about your latest poetry collection, Vice and Virtue. Well, it's my thoughts on a whole wide range of issues, uh, including the current moment and how we got here and what I think is going to happen in the future. And uh, it's just a wide variety of issues yeah. or topics. Yeah. So I'm curious, what inspires you to write poetry? Oh, I've always had a love of language and words and using them effectively. Um, and I, I think you can express subtle things with poetry and things that are hard to express. Um, and I, since elementary school, I've always liked writing poetry and expressing myself that way. Hmm. It seems... Um I don't know, poetry has always been very intimidating to me. It seems a bit intimidating. So how did you yeah. how did you develop your your style, I guess? Uh, by just by reading and writing a lot. Mhm. Mm Plowing mm -hmm. through the the critics and uh, just doing it. So I guess just reading and writing a lot of of what you what you like and it's, Yeah. I guess that's a process for all writers, so it, it doesn't sound yeah. like poetry is any different. Yeah. How do you celebrate your poems? Do you ever participate in like poetry readings or, or poetry slams? I've never gone to a slam. I have read some of my poems at an open mic, and I've done a number of workshops and retreats and stuff where I've had to read and write. Um, you're also a member of the League of Canadian Poets. Or that, what does that represent, and how has that supported your passion for writing poetry? It's the Canadian Organization for Published Poets. I think you have an academy in the States about that. Mm. And um, it, it, I sent them my first book and they let me in. So it was just nice to know they thought it was worth that much. Yeah, that is nice. And, yeah. So it just recognition that you're a Canadian published poet. Now, this your current work, how does it differ from your previous collections? Uh, illustrations would be one. Mm -hmm. And my my first book was about some problems I was having in the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, and uh, the second book is, is partly about how I got over it. So. Okay. Now, you mentioned illustrations, and I'm curious about the cover. Tell us a little bit about the artwork on the cover. Uh, it was inspired by uh, Goethe's Faust and Mephistopheles. 
So it's my my version of it. Okay. And did you did you draw that or? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Now your book is full of illustrations. Did you do all the illustrations in your book as well? Yes, I did. Nice. Nice. So how long does it take you to write a poem? In the beginning, it took a long time. Now it's a bit quicker. Um, uh, an hour or two. Oh, you're kidding me. Wow. <laughs> I usually think about it for a while once I got a topic or a theme and uh, see what percolates up. Yeah. Now, how do you organize your poetry collections? Like, do you set out to write a book, or is it more of an organic process? How do you? How did you compile all of the poems in Vice and Virtue? I had I had an idea for. I was trying to write a book, but I it's kind of an eclectic collection of poems. It's loosely about a theme, but a lot of it's just my thoughts on different things. So you did you set out to write a book of of collected yes. poems? Okay. And do you submit your poems for publication? Uh, I I used to. I haven't in a while. It's a very difficult thing to do. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, you are also a songwriter and a photographer, so it sounds like it's fair to say that you have the creative gene. So how did you get started writing songs? Uh, that was in high school. I had a band, and I we were, I was writing songs for it. And then um, in about 1990, I decided to pursue it seriously just to see how good I could get. And uh, so I did that and eventually released some albums. How does it compare to writing poetry? Well, the music is a bit of a different process. And I think the poetry helps my lyric writing, obviously. Mm. Um, but lyrics usually have to rhyme, and there's more of a structure to them, like traditional poetry. Whereas modern poetry, you can be free, free verse, and not have so much constraints. But I try to bring like figurative things and literary things into my lyrics. Mm-hmm. Have you ever taken one of your poems and turned them into a song, or no, 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 no. <laughs> it's too different. Just write lyrics. Yeah, it's a different thing. I, I just write lyrics. Okay. And how long have you been doing photography? Since 2000. Since so 2000. about 19 years. Oh, wow. It was the digital darkroom that got me into it. So I have a computer degree, so I thought I could try visual art and be serious without having to have a darkroom and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So all of your illustrations are digital, too. Yes. Yeah. I did get formal. I did get training at art school about drawing and painting in charcoal and, and oils, uh, but I ended up doing it digitally. Mm-hmm. What's behind all of your creativity? I mean, it's obviously something you love. So, what, what I'm curious, just curious, what inspires all these different avenues of creative art, artistry? Uh, well, just exposing myself to the history of the different things I do. Uh, history of poetry or the history of visual art. Uh, I read a lot of philosophy and just widely read, and it all percolates and becomes ideas. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, and I love that word percolate. Perfect. <laughs> so, what topics uh, interest you? What subjects interest you most? 
Uh, right now, modernity and how we got here in the current moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of things. I just lots of things. Just life. Yeah, life in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seems to be a lot of nature too in your work. Yeah, kind of a romantic that way. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, so do you have any advice for aspiring poets? Yeah, read and write as much as you can, and uh, learn. Uh, as much as you can about language and words and how poets can use them, figure out what they're doing and how. Uh, but the main thing is just to read and write a lot of poetry. Yeah. yeah. So you develop your skills. Yeah. So can you name a few poets that have inspired your own work? Yeah, Walt Whitman, Emily Dickinson, William Blake, John Donne, Al Purdy, they were all pretty big. Yeah, I'd say so. So I'd love to hear some of your own work. Would you mind sharing a few poems with us today? Sure. Well, the first one's called Bird Song, and I'll just read the poem. Okay. I awoke one morning to the sound of bird song, and as I slowly emerged from the subterranean depths of pregnant dream, I once again became aware of the hard realities of my structured bedroom with its precise cubic walls and the Promethean technology of my clock radio and TV, reminding me of duty and schedule and the straitjacket of commitments to be an orderly piston in the engine of civilization. But as I rolled over and listened to the red-breasted robins singing in the trees outside my window, translating the joy of morning sunshine and tempered spring weather into a chirping celebration a freedom as ripe and as full as succulent grapes on the vine. I said a silent prayer of deep felt gratitude that I too could savor the moment and find my meaning, not as an engineered component of a machine driven by strangers, but rather as a drunken dancer to the rhythms of the tides and the twilight and the seasons, able to find the time to sing the stars of my own constellation, filtering my life into the language the light of singing of the robins expresses the joy of being alive and free. Mm, I love that. So talk about the inner meaning. What's going on? Uh, Kind of contrasting the world of man and industrialization and modern life uh, with the world of nature and and joy and the joy of birdsong. And that touching nature, you, you touch something. I love that. Um, is there another poem you'd like to share with us today? Yeah, I have one more. Okay. This is called Equinox. It's a time of transformation. The heat and full foliage, green and dry and parched, slowly changing into reds and yellows and browns, crumpled and discarded like litter on the ground. As the air becomes crisp and cool, and the darkness starts its creeping ascent, As my mood starts to change insidiously, in correspondence to this change in nature, from a major to a minor key, as the morning in melancholy begins, for the loss of fullness and ripeness, and the certain passing of the youth's cocky songs into the bittersweet beauty of maturity, where our hair turns like the leaves, a reminder that all that our senses discern must decay and die eventually, as inevitably as the bitter cold snowstorms always follow summer's hot celebrations 
in Autumn's Golden Pedigree. The Cycle of Life. Well, thank you so much for sharing your poems with us. And I wanted to also uh, congratulate you on your most recent poetry award, the Reader Views uh, Literary Awards. Uh, Vice and Virtue took first place in our poetry category. So I just wanted to congratulate you on that. Well, it's a great honor. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Paul, thank you so much for sharing your poems with us and for letting us get to know a little bit about you. It's been a real pleasure. Well, I really appreciate this. Thanks for the opportunity. To our listeners, thank you for joining me today for my interview with Paul Kloshinsky, author of Vice and Virtue. To learn more about Paul and his work, visit his website at www.kloshinsky.com. And be sure to check out our other interviews at InsideScoopLive.com. <laughs>